Best episode yet. <laughs> shout out. Shout out T-Boy, man. The homies left Robin Hood, or exited Robin Hood, rather. Oh, really? I didn't even read it. Yeah, they, they, they exited Robin Hood. We're talking about another podcast, and they're this podcast, but we didn't bring it up. So I'll bring it up. Uh, <laughs> they they made a deal with Robin Hood where they keep the newsletter, but they get to, to leave the podcast. And they like... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good for them. Solid Do they hate Robin Hood or something? I mean, you probably have to Probably not great. If there's like, any time to leave, it's probably yeah. not. Good for them. All right. Enjoy this episode, everyone. If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? make me sick this hey man does dancing make you whole i love dancing i think it does do you like dancing yes i actually like <laughs> wait i didn't see <laughs> you look like you're wearing green screen sunglasses oh yeah it's a filter is it's it new... no it's not a filter oh dude that's a good story as well ricker and bond everybody ricker and still exists i uh, hope so it sure does and it's gonna link you directly to apple Podcasts, where you can give five star reviews and you can say things like wow these guys changed my life i used to be 300 pounds but when i hear them kind of groggily talk in the morning it really changes my my life around and then i get uh fitter you listen to us and you can be like you can tell these guys just woke up <laughs> these guys just rolled out of bed like no coffee, just hitting it. You know, raw. I do have a coffee today, because I I will say, there's a pretty a pretty stark difference between when I have caffeine in me, and I pod performance, and when I do not. And I'm trying to really mold those together, but for today, it's caffeinated. You know what I mean? I did not have a coffee. Um, I, I usually do, I, I have like a weekend coffee feller. Yeah, I would I would shit everywhere if I had a coffee right now. I use it as a sweet treat. For Is it a, like you go black coffee or? I do enjoy a black coffee, but if anybody has ever seen the brand Trident Coffee, you, you know, you can get one of their stuff. I'm a big fanboy of theirs. You know, I was at uh, like a finance event. It was a VC tennis tournament. Mm-hmm. And this poor fella, this was a couple of weeks ago. He He's working for Trident Coffee. I think he might be a co-founder. He's trying to, you know, get some investments and i go up and just a young young spry cat that i am i say is that freaking trident coffee because there's like three retail shops at this place and mm-hmm. one of them is in san diego and i was stoked and he's like yeah dude these things have uh they have it's cold brew coffee and you can shake it there's a can you shake it you freaking shake and pour it it's delicious there's 300 milligrams of caffeine in each one mm-hmm. do you know if that's a lot by off top it's, no. it's a lot but like, no are you aware of the numbers of a uh, a regular coffee caffeine? I just go. Amount? I just go by heart rate for me. Like, if I get the jitters or not. So apparently, three hundred milligrams is a lot, and I was kind of stoked. And you know, when you're traveling, you just all you can do is drink coffee and eat, and sometimes you know substances. And substance at this morning tennis tournament was Trident coffee cold brew with a lot of caffeine. And I had like three of those things. Like I almost had a thousand milligrams of caffeine in me. That's and apparently right. that's like a lot. <laughs> like How did you feel though? I was strung out. I was a little worried. I actually had to like, they were also selling like alcoholic seltzers and I had to balance it out with like alcohol. I've never done, oh, that sounds safe. I've never done. <laughs> Let me just add some poison to whatever is going on. Well, I had to bring the heart rate down with some alcohol. Yeah. Well, haven't, you ever, haven't you ever had a binge before? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't think I've ever had, like, caffeine and, like, coffee or soda to the point where, like, I got, like, you know? I wasn't, but I was, like, I, <laughs> I told him, I'm like, I was kind of, like, handling it. Like, you know, 
you know, if someone's like on freaking, maybe they're on like hella, like a lot of drugs, but they're just kind of staring and like, you still like colloquial, but, yeah. <laughs> but then you're like, dude, are you okay? Like, oh dude, I'm on like everything right now. Dude, I was I'm like that, but with caffe- <laughs> I was like that with caffeine and the guy was like, yo dude, I'm gonna like keep an eye on you. <laughs> I was like, all right, thanks. <laughs> I was strung yeah. out. I was, I was staring off into the, the void of VC tennis and I was like, man, my, I'm strung out right now. <laughs> Were you making conversation? Oh yeah, yeah. Hell of conversations. I uh, hell yeah. At least you're doing that. Yeah. At least you're not um, wasting a, a nice caffeine attack. Oh no, no, it helped. I didn't. I, there's some nice people. I wish I at this one. I should have probably talked to a little bit more people, but the the people I do talk to are always quality cats. This was at LA Tech Week. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I really missed out. Favorite event, like by far, just a bunch oh, of fun, sh- fun, funs and founders. Shitting water out of my ass. <laughs> Speaking of coffee, you know Graham Stephan. He was saying that his coffee company. He has a coffee company. Razor thin margins, like a horrible business. He would not recommend it. Which one's Graham Stephan? Oh, the guy on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, like, but I mean, if you're gonna have a product of uh, just your brand and stuff, you gotta have some coffee because you you drink coffee, you know. Yeah, but you would think that like coffee would be cheap, but I guess not. I mean, you gotta import it. That's why you can. The thing I like about so much money. Well, I know they make it from like food and stuff too, but their main thing is coffee, right? I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll check back on that. I'll get back to you. I can't hey, wait till uh, I can freaking Ron, whatever his name is. Ron Stevenson? Nah, whoever the CEO of Starbucks is. Uh, Ron Howard? Not Ron Howard. I think Howard used to be. Howard Schultz. Howard Schultz. Question. Does it look like I'm looking at you right now? Um I mean, put your hand down real quick. Like at the camera or at the screen? At the camera. Maybe if you didn't ask, I would think differently, but it looks a little bit to the screen. Okay, cool. Just wondering. Why? Because I was like, oh, this is like the Casey Neistat effect because he wears the glasses so that he can look at the viewfinder. Sure. But and since you are over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works, it works. Casey, I turned on monetization late Neistat. Have you seen that clip yet? I did see that. That was interesting. <laughs> Fucking Casey Neistat. Do you think he could, if he did the same thing today, just from scratch, he could achieve the same thing? Dude, it's, it's with the internet media things, those cycles are so distinct. And like, and once they pass, you like hindsight, you're like, oh, wow, that was a very of that era cycle. Um, no, not really. What was his, what was his years? Oof. The years of the vlogs, if I had to guess. 15s? I tens. think he started in 2015, ends in like 2019, maybe. 2019? Yeah, it was only, it was not very long. But it was before TikTok, for sure. Yeah, that's not, it was like, it was kind of like a pre, whatever YouTube is now. I guess yeah. YouTube now is just kind of like post, like TikTok YouTube. It's crazy. It's crazy because like TikTok made YouTube so distinct, and like in terms of like the audience you cultivate, if you have a YouTube audience, they are like so like die hard for you. And a TikTok yes. audience is just an audience. Yes, TikTok audience is not exactly not exactly YouTube. Nice that was like post. Like post old YouTube, like he was coming out of the the ashes of like the vlog families. Yeah, but he was also like original because no one was putting effort into their vlogs like he was, and now everyone kind of does. That's also interesting. He was kind of the first overproduced vlog, and he was yeah. still doing date like daily vlogs. Daily vlogs is that era. Yeah, and daily vlogs like, is not a thing. I mean, it might be a thing now, but like it's a thing with TikTok. But like daily vlogs was in, was a 
a generation of you do? That has to be the most crazy creative challenge. Just thinking of something new to do on days where you don't do anything. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck do you do? It could be like six o'clock and you still haven't started the video. You're fucked. <laughs> That's uh, that was the challenge, I suppose. Or like your your kid gets sick and you gotta go to the doctor. Oh, I guess you make a video about that. Or like your fucking your wife's mad at you and you've been fighting all day. Uh, what I do you saw gotta... a great YouTube short. I think it was a short. No, it was on Instagram actually. It was an Instagram reel, and this guy, I think, obviously was like a TikTok and YouTube guy, and Instagram didn't give him numbers. Um, and it was like the shtick was making a, a TikTok in nineteen twelve. And it was the classic uh, TikTok content tone with commenting on World War One happening. It was funny. What was it like a vlog? Here's what World War One. You guys, you guys aren't going to believe about what Wildrow Wilson just did. <laughs> They're saying that they might Mexico might overtake. It was classic. Here's TikTok, why what Hitler is doing is problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy how. Like, why is that tone the TikTok tone? Is it because lack of time and so you need a hook? But, like, why do, Why is it something where you have to, like, change how your voice comes out of your head? YouTube I, I is kind of the same way, but even YouTube versus TikTok uh, broadcast tone is different. It's like extra BuzzFeed. Mm. It's like the BuzzFeed lingo. Uh. Yeah. It, all right, all I, right. That started, take, I want to say, twenty fourteen ish when With BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed was hot, and then BuzzFeed got like super hot on YouTube, like making those videos, and just everybody started talking like that, mm. you know. And he, this is like, let me give you an example. Like Selena Gomez wore this dress, sure, and this is tablet. This is why it matters, or some bullshit, yeah. you know. It's just like okay, you're obviously a 21 year old girl with their like, picture this. with their picture slideshow content. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I think that is something that like people could differentiate. I, Harry I Styles wore a dress, and I can't even. I can't even. And I can't even handle it right now. Like, is that even a title? Who is writing this? Who is I? <laughs> yeah, man. Because I the, can handle it. The tone. I need a documentary on that. On on the uh, editorial tone that BuzzFeed decided to do. Who made BuzzFeed and stuff? I bet you it was one intern that just did that and everyone ran with it. Well, BuzzFeed's 06. Have you ever seen those videos why I left BuzzFeed? <laughs> and then you, look at the, and then you look at the other videos those uh, YouTube producers make and they all look like BuzzFeed videos. Yeah, yeah. Super I mean, that's what I'm quality. saying. The, the production is, is, is interesting. Interesting. They start in 06. They have almost 2,000 employees now. Are they public? What are we doing, BuzzFeed? Hold up. I think they are. Yeah. It's a horrible stock. Dude, I they buy it. legit went public in 21. How did I not know about BuzzFeed going public? Well, are they, uh, is it, are they called BuzzFeed or are they, or are they owned by someone? BZFD. <laughs> um, BuzzFeed Inc. American Internet Company, News Entertainment, Jonah Peretti, John S. Johnson the third. Your name's John Johnson, my guy. Johnson and Johnson the third. Oh, owned by J and J. Dude, I could. That's I mean, a really interesting internet property. Huh. That just rakes in money, just rakes in cash. Coco Melon. Oh yeah. Like. Who owns? Is it hundreds of millions? Out? Uh, right now it's owned by a company that is operated by two former Disney execs. But I was reading that for a while, nobody knew who owned the channel. Like they were like actively trying to figure out oh, who owned music it. too. Oh, what the Google shows me a musical artist in like the in the right side. Coco record labels Moonbug Entertainment. Yeah, now it's all corporate and shit. But it's literally like I've never seen oh, music like that. This is weird. Maybe this is just children's music record label, but and this is on the music side. Moonbug Entertainment has like baby Einstein albums. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Not baby Einstein. Good Shut idea, up. Will. Dude, my children's shit just makes Acquired. So, much so Coco Melon was an American, is an American YouTube channel, streaming media show acquired by the British company Moonbug Entertainment and maintained by the American company Treasure Studio. Coco yeah. Melon specializes in 3D animation videos that tell your kids why socialism is great. Dude, whoa, literally, whoa. I was, I have a friend and he has a kid and he was saying that his kid is like two, three year old son, just like watches videos of like a tire rolling over like a water bottle and he just cracks up <laughs> like, and like fucking, I'd be or a like, little bit mad at that dude. If I was watching my kid and they're laughing at like, a, like how old is the kid? <laughs> Like three. Like at any age, I'd be a little perturbed. I'm like, my guy, what are we doing? What are you laughing at? And then he showed me it was like a fucking, it was just like a shot of a bucket, like a pink bucket with a, a baby doll in there. And then hands just like pouring M&Ms on the baby doll. And it was making noise. And he was like, dude, my kid loves this, dude. I was like, what? Probably colors and sound. and Yeah. I wonder, um. I wonder what uh, like the people that like make really high quality children's entertainment think when they see a water bottle getting crushed video having 300 trillion views. I wouldn't be surprised if it's produced by the same people. Maybe. At least there's an, uh, an overlap. Yeah. I don't Rise know. in popularity. Coco Melon used to be Check Gate, aka That's Me on TV. 2006, Coco Melon was created on YouTube to provide free education and entertainment for the founder of Coco Melon, Jay Leon, his wife, and his children. Then known as Checkgate, the channel uploaded two versions of the Alphabet song to YouTube on their first day. This is 2006. Damn. The channel That's uploaded OG. their third video nine months later, titled Learning ABC Alphabet Letter K Kangaroo Game. Most videos on the channel taught the alphabet with a typical length. Of between one and two minutes, which is interesting compared to what they probably are longer now. In 2013, which is seven years after he uploaded his first video for his kid, <laughs> why would you call it Checkgate? Horrible name. Why is it called Checkgate? And also, dude, how do you remember your password? You know what's funny, dude? <laughs> you know what that might be? Is like he just wanted up. So 2006. Let's say he wasn't thinking about making it like a media channel. He obviously he wasn't because this was YouTube in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody he, had that thought. He and his wife were texting on their Blackberries and he just made a YouTube channel. And he's like, I, dude, I, I, I want to upload, upload these, uh, this VHS video to the internet. And the wife's like, whatever, just make sure you check the gates locked. And he, <laughs> so he's looking at this text and he's like, Oh, I got. I gotta make sure the. I gotta make sure to check the gate, and he's up. He's uploading on YouTube. Has to make a title, check gate. Boom. Two thousand six. Yeah. Two thousand six. YouTube. Yeah. Just think about uh, an experimental website that no one knows about, and the only thing up on up there is like cat videos, maybe. Yeah. And he just wants to store. I don't know his his backstory, but he just wants to store a video on the on the web. 2013, after several years of making content for Jay Leon's children, Treasure Studio began... What is Treasure Studio? It said nothing about Treasure Studio in 06. Which, why is it such a weirdly worded that the studio was making content for Jay... Jay Own, not Leon. Jay Gion's children. Anyway. ABC Maybe. Kid TV era. Introduced new intro and logo to start a fresh new look. Logo showed a TV. What, what, can you introduce ABC Kid? I don't understand the timeline here. But it's okay. So he started in 06 uploading probably just a video he made for kid, his kid. We have to do a Coco Melon documentary. <laughs> like a Coco Melon video essay. The dark, the dark origins of Coco Melon and how it turned into the Juggernaut Kids Entertainment platform. Let's see. Uh, 
how to use subliminal messaging to teach your kids socialism. Spanish <laughs> and socialism. Spanish socialism. This is a very, it's a very distinct branch of socialism. Jay Jayon. Is it Hayon? Is he Spanish? What are we doing? They probably just like fucking just whip something together in Blender, copy and paste all the assets, and change the song for the next video. And then we're just repeat. Like... This guy's kind of like dark on the internet. I don't see anything about him. Dude, he is fucking rich and anonymous. <laughs> rich and quiet. Just rakes and gobs of cash. God dang it. Probably d didn't even turn on monetization till last year. Uh, Casey. I finally got monetized. I think. I'm under review. I also don't make videos that often. It's just one video that's just carrying me. Everybody could go check out Coinbase versus Coinbase Wallet video on YouTube. I'm like the third one. If you search Coinbase Wallet. Whoa! Dun 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 dun. Ah, oh, shit. Who's calling me? Ooh. I'm gonna have to get back to that. Cocoa melon, baby. It's hot, bro. It's hot really hot. There? Yeah, well, not really. Like, I've been inside the past two days, and my AC is the fucking top tier, so I don't really even notice. I ain't got no bad AC. I feel bad for other people. It's hotter than, like, the past. It's hot now. Yeah. What is it, like, 95? Let's check. Back in yeah, my it's day. a great day to go to the beach. Back in my day. Yeah. It's a great day to go to the beach. Shout out, you know, climate research and stuff. 91. It's going to be 96 today. September's. When's it getting hot? Uh, October? It's going to be 102 on Sunday. That's wild, low-key. So, is it not? That's wild. <laughs> Downtown LA? Yeah, that's going to be rough for the home. 102 in LA? Yeah. Is it? Have I seen that? I don't. I feel like if I have, it's been a while. Dang. Me, dude, what's it going to be like in fucking Palm Springs? <laughs> God I damn. Still, you, so I don't really. Okay. Once I get there, I'll probably understand. But I don't understand Palm Springs from an outside perspective. It just sounds like a desert in a pool. Yes. How fun but, is that? But it's like. When you come from a city where there's so much sure. stimulation, okay. it's quiet. It's quiet. Okay. No okay. sirens, no nothing. And it's hot. It like feels good. It's good for your bones. Dry. Yeah. It's a dry heat. And you just like chill and smoke. Not smoke. I mean, you can smoke. <laughs> you fucking swim and drink and shit. Play golf. Sure. Play golf. Yeah. Play you play Did, golf before? You, uh, I haven't played real golf. I was at the driving range yesterday, but it <laughs> sucked. I freaking... You stole that. You stole that October London. What's going on? Yeah, I'm kind of like. Let me keep you posted. I want to go, but I'm like really I like don't have a lot of money right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's towards the end of the travel season, eh? Yeah, like I fucking some recovering. It was been a wild summer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. It was a year. I don't like. Maybe it's just. Maybe it's like mid twenties, but I was outside this year. Maybe after a pandemic. That's too, that too. But even like maybe other people were throwing events and I was like, all right, all right, I got to go. But most of these maybe events, just, some, some events you just got to go. But Yeah, I don't know. I feel like for the first time ever, if I want to go somewhere, I can just go. Like, that's, that's also a thing. I didn't have that luxury. Um, yeah, I don't have like the constriction of like a job I have to go to. Yeah. Restriction. You don't have yeah. to go to a building. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to get one of these internet businesses cracking so I can like not even rely on a job. But yeah. you know how it is. In due time. You know how it is. We out here, we trying. Have you ever heard of Bubble? Bubble? Yeah, it's a, it's a, a no-code 
thing to make websites and shit? Um, this one I have not. It's pretty good. There's like, there's a bunch of ones out there that are like way more intuitive than like your standard Wix or your standard Squarespace. Yeah. Like you have way more um, customization shit. Mm -hmm. And some of them you can make like full on apps and shit like for your iPhone. I I gotta, there's always a shout out trends.vc. It's a really good newsletter. Um, I think a man named Drew made it. I gotta dive deep into no code building because make a lot of money from that. That plus that I think as things get more digital, that's eventually how just building things will be made. It'll be a lot like like it's the same thing with like Squarespace and stuff where it was hard to make a website. But I think that's gonna be more ubiquitous and like uh, Dude, modular in the future. They need to fucking if a school teaches like this no code yeah, stuff man. in like computer class those kids will be like equipped and, and i think i might have said this last time but i i, I was talking to a, a girl that was in uh ucla and i was like dang it must be dope to be in college right now huh and yeah she was like yeah i guess so but i was like now you don't really get it <laughs> like like it's probably just true for like just any time in the future it'll be cool to be in college at that time but like uh -huh. it, it must be dope to be in college right now i think if, if you're be getting better like, stuff but it's gonna be better. That's what I'm saying. Like, damn. I mean, you can go back to college. You're not that old. I'll, I'll that. go when I'm seventy. <laughs> I love, I love a good institution. You know, I, I love how they have a lot of money and they use, <laughs> and they just have endowments and stuff. I like buying college shirts from random colleges. I went to USC. I got one that said USC Price because I like, I like prices. You know what I mean? And it's it's the public policy college. Do you and if someone old? sees that. Do at I feel college, old? Walking around. At college, yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Driving you know, around USC. I went in, so I, I was walking around USC, and when we were on 25th, which is like four or five years ago. -ish. Yeah. Is it really four or five years ago now? 89, 2020. It was yeah. four years ago. Um, Damn. I used, I used to walk into buildings, and like they'd be having like a, talks about media and stuff, and then it could kind of just sit in there and be kind of fun. Uh, and I did that again to the to the room where I did that in uh, a couple weeks ago. And I walked in, and this lady greeted me and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" I was like, "I'm just I'm just kind of just walking around. You guys like, mind what what's going on here?" She's like, "Oh, we're doing like a church service for like a college church." I was like, "Oh, cool. You got like snacks or anything?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go to the back. We got some food. Like it's pretty gone, but like, all right, thank you so much. I appreciate it." She and I was eating food and stuff, and. Uh, <laughs> so I was eating, I was eating chicken, like the scraps of a chicken, and yeah. like, and this guy's like, "Are you a, a college student here?" I was like, "Oh, no." I was just kind of walking around, uh, and I came in, and, I was, and he was like, "Oh, all right." I mean, it's like a college club. I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> like my bad guy, and uh, <laughs> but that is kind of the the vibe now. Where before it's like, "Oh no, I'm just a you know." You this similar yes. age. It was like oh, it was a little jarring. Right, yesterday, not yesterday, but some 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 girl hit me with this sir. And yeah, like, man. Like damn. I mean, I say sir and ma'am to a lot of people, but like, yeah. I was like, oh wow, like, what do I look like to a college freshman? Older. I like, I, that, that I don't really. Do know. I do I look like I don't look like someone's dad though? Like, what did? What did maybe like uh, Zach is, Zach vibes in Adobe? Zach was twenty five. You could tell he was older, but he that's what like, I'm. Yeah, he wasn't like someone's dad. You know? But you can you can tell. Even and Marcus, even though Marcus was younger than me, he, he kind of seemed older. <laughs> he seen more life. He had like he had like ten years on us. Linux <laughs> in life experience. <laughs> he had about he, he he had some compressed some compressed uh, experiences down there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, good times. I think about I think about Adobe often. Do you? The, the first Adobe. Do you? I was thinking yesterday, dude. It was funny how like, like obviously like we all met there, but like yeah. we kind of like, like joined, hopped into someone else's story. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Marcus and Zach. And yeah, all they had their own. They other. had their. They had their prequel for sure. Yeah, and we just like kind of slid in there and like made a new thing. Yeah, yeah. 
for yeah, precisely because they had a whole rigmarole freshman year, and pro- and even like up to that, like I don't, I think they might. Did they meet that freshman year? Zach and Marcus. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, that yeah, freshman before? year. I actually, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So they had their own freaking. I mean, everybody comes with their own story, but like they started their freaking chapter. I'm like, oh, this is the thing, and then whole freaking oh god we gotta get, <laughs> we got to do a new chapter doc and then, yeah. then that was a uh, second year ua oh my oh god. man that, that was a time that was a time it wasn't even that cool <laughs> that was like that was a quote at the time i'm looking back i'm like dude like like i really just like all i did was just smoke weed and fucking that's not true. I was making videos and stuff. I, I did wish I had somewhat of a direction of like an older person saying, hey, this is what I did and would have done right now if I was your age. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I feel like I feel like somebody that knew me would have been like, hey, man, honestly, bro, like. Maybe just like. Drop out. Yeah, literally. I was with it. I mean, it's a cool. I'm glad I went. It was fun. I do. I do wish, bro. I wish I fucking like. It it doesn't really matter, or Mm. there's no point in wishing. But (laughs) if I had like known about, or if I had just been fucking with fucking Facebook ads or drop shipping or in any way, in any way that year specifically, I feel like I would have figured it out in college because I was so yeah. close because I was like selling clothes online. Yeah. I was so close. I don't know why I didn't get there. Yeah. Like like I said, just most, especially lately, I'm grateful for people that show life experience to other people. Like, yeah. just like, just because you don't know, just like, there's a thing just like super close to you and someone else knows about it. And for someone else to say like, hey, look at that thing to your left, my guy. It's, it's very important. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the, the spread of information. I don't even remember how I found out about it. Probably like on Instagram or something. And? But how did I find out about dropshipping? I didn't find out about dropshipping until Adobe in LA. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what my first FB ads was. Oh, I know how I found out about it. Oh, fuck. It was when I remember I worked at that restaurant. Yeah. That Baby J's with some more. Oh, yeah. There, there was a fucking, that that chef brought, bro, who's calling me? That was funny. It freaking glitched your camera. Is it fucked? No, it's no, it's fine, but it, it had a static. Oh. Um that um fuck me. No, no, no. So that that chef guy, mm-hmm. he brought in a Facebook ads guy. He brought mm-hmm. he paid ten thousand dollars to bring in a Facebook ads guy. And I remember there was a, a a kid that was working there. And this kid's life was it was kind of it was kind of fucked up. Like he had like a DUI and he lived like three hours away and he because this is the only job he could get. He was driving along. He had like a breathalyzer in his car. And he was driving here like every day. And the Facebook ads guy was talking about like um, how he like can like blow up somebody's Shopify. And the guy was like, oh, can you teach me like what you know? And the guy was like, sure. And then the next thing like I know, tomorrow was telling me that guy was selling t-shirts. Like fucking order to ship or whatever. And yeah. He made $10,000 that month. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? This is possible, and I looked up Facebook ads. I was like, "This is really scary." Yeah. <laughs> the, the interface. Yeah, I was like, I just, I had like seventeen accounts just banned because I didn't know what to do. Yeah, man, they're freaking. I think my first. What was my first FBS? Let me see. Um, might have been that. I think I don't think it predated LA. It might have. I don't believe so. I was blind. Oh, you know what? You know what? I think the f- very first thing was. Wow. So, and this was LA, 
I was looking for work, and someone had uh, a whole, I think, just Chinese clothing arbitrage clothing Amazon company built out, and they had mm. some employees in, in a warehouse. And um, I was looking for jobs adjacent to copywriting, and I go into this warehouse like an hour from L.A. proper, and a big old Uber, fat Uber, and I go into this back room of a, a warehouse where everybody's sad and like doing clothes and and FBA stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and interview with this some Eastern European lady and uh, an Asian dude in sandals. I sit and down at this table. There's this uh, fucking fold out table, plastic. <laughs> No, it was, I mean, it was a back room. I think it was wood. I'll say it was wood. A nice mahogany or something. Nice. And I think I had no prior experience. And maybe I did an internship at like Fat Beats downtown or something and worked on their Shopify. But. They gave you the job on the spot. And you were nah, like, it was like, it was like, yo, I do copywriting. And they were hiring I think just for like product listings and back end uploading onto FBA and Oof. or or like warehouse. It was heavy, bro. It was heavy stuff. Like that's a lot of that sounds like it sucks. Well, it was interesting because and so she was like, You live far away. Um, I can give you just kind of like freelance, you upload these things. Uh it's spreadsheets of just clothing and and uh sp- spreadsheet that you upload into FBA. And all the product listings and SKUs and all that stuff. Big big retail, you know? Big retail. Um, and so I did that, and I get a little money on the side for doing that freelance. That might have been my first thing. But FBS, I'm not sure of the origin. That whole Amazon uploading thing it was heavy, heavy. I remember I had, an, I think I had my other job at uh, doing, like, kind of front-end I think that's that's true as well. So I was, after that, worked for a, a little French Jew man who had a th- somewhat thriving, I mean, like middle, uh, somewhat middling, but sold an old man selling boxes that he made on Amazon and making money. Working that on a front end in Amazon, and that linked back to like a lady giving me a little free work to do back-end Amazon stuff. I was like, yeah, I only know how to do back-end Amazon stuff. And homie who was, like, leaving that job was like, you're fine. Like, that's harder than what you have to do for this old man. Like, you're basically running a company. Like, he can't. It's an internet thing. He doesn't know. And then that's where I was studying Facebook ads. Hmm. And I didn't really end up doing Facebook ads for him. I should really, I got to call my guy and, like, give him better ad experience now because I didn't know what I was doing back then. But that was that thing. The FBA uploading, while I had that new job, I basically like gave that freelance work to my mother and like she did it <laughs> and then Damn. like gave it to me and then she, you know, a little money that way. Uh, that joint, <laughs> it's heavy. I was like, yo, you realize like, you're doing like a skill that like a lot of people can't comprehend right now, right? <laughs> That's fucking. I hate that word. It was. It was. It was interesting. That's like, oh god, get someone else to do that, please. Yeah, yeah. That's a little outsourcing. Pounding the keyboard. Gary V made a video where he was looking for some employees, and he literally straight up said, "Yo, this is like keyboard pounding. Put in your headphones." head down all day type work so if you're one of those people apply what was it what was the job something at VaynerMedia editing probably just uploading a bunch of back end shit yeah filling out spreadsheets can you put your mic close to your face oh yeah thank you uh let's look at some VaynerMedia oh I got some headlines bro you want some headlines anything you've been looking at anything I've been looking at not uh not really Let's see what nice. Vayner Media is. Associate Director of Operations. Let's get it. Sounds like... I own Vayner now. Sounds like a job. 
Dude, fuck Stripe, bro. You don't like Stripe? Why not? I just gotta say this, dude. Fuck Stripe and PayPal. Like, PayPal. they... They disable my account. Because they suck. Like, I understand... If you do something wrong... Disable the account. Fine. But at least tell the person... What they did wrong, so they don't have to go treasure <laughs> treasure hunt for the answer. And then also, if you put a link that says "contact us for assistance," maybe maybe a phone number, or you know, a chat at least, not this email thing that says we'll respond to you in seven days. It's a, a wonderful thing. Customer support, even before that, they get to that point is very. But the the exiting of customers is probably just as important as the introduction of customers the churn are there any well that but i mean like as someone leaves like treat them as valuable as someone that's like entering your ecosystem are there any stripe competitors oh yeah man the the payment realm well it, it was also a thing that stripe it um did you see that one tweet thread it was a vc dude and he was like Stripe has a stranglehold on the payment system because they're working with like VC cats and stuff. Um, but there's definitely other other people that do payments. But Stripe is is the predominant for whatever reason that they cajole. Um, but by competitor, not really. Like PayPal, Stripe probably have a thing together. Square is the only one that's like super predominant. Um, there's probably B two B stuff that's different. Business to business, or <laughs> I remembered, I was looking for a job again, Ubering hella in L A, and it was a uh, probably just like a sales gig, and this guy's interviewing me, uh, <laughs> and he said B two B, and he's like, you know what B two B is? And I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, you don't know what B2B is? Like, no. It's like, okay. And I kind of soured him. B2B means business to business. Usually selling a product as your business to other companies to use it for their business. He didn't even tell you? Um, he might have not told me. <laughs> he might have not told me. But it was like, it was just like a, a place in a one of those corporate uh what do you call it not a jungle but a neighborhood where it's just a bunch of corporate places and i walk in la looking for jobs yeah why uber and far too that's rough yeah that's rough leaving your house to go to a job in la like i used to do frequently horrible i went all the way to culver Basically, Culver's chill. From downtown. <laughs> oh yikes! That's rough. Going trick on the Hollywood from South LA. You know, I, I biked to South LA from to Hollywood from South LA. I didn't know it was that far of a bike to do an interview, and they didn't freaking really? pick me, bro. Like I would have been dope there. What was Losers. It? it was a. Uh, it was some cool media or music related company. Huh. Would have been super dope. Would have I would have made your business public, you know? But no. Now I'm here podcasting. Now I'm here podcasting, making way more money than I could ever imagine. They're in a warehouse. I remember like, oh, it's freaking we're cool and young, dude. We're <laughs> we have desks in a warehouse and there's also couches. Yeah, we got VC backed. <laughs> we got twenty five thousand dollars from Snapchat. Yeah, it's going fast though. <laughs> we spent it on this couch. We spent it on the onboarding of one employee. Hey, twenty five k for an onboard? You think? They were a really good employee. Now we have to pay them. Oh, for the pay, the payment. No, just for the background check and shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> VC clean. bag 25k. It's good to know like like that. It's good to know numbers, you know. 
of an ecosystem. You, you go to somewhere where people are talking about numbers and big numbers. And so you can know that 25K for a company is not a lot at all. 25K is nothing. I wouldn't pick that up off the ground. <laughs> if somebody offered me 25K, I'd be like, is this a fucking joke? What the fuck am I going to do with this? Rude, you know? God damn it. it. You can give it to yeah, me. I'll I'll flip it. Shit. I mean, I'll fucking... I could, I could get some fucking Shrek NFTs. Poor NFTs, man. Um, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. I mean, like, twenty five can be like a lump, like, like a part of a lump sum. I, I would for sure use that as uh, funds to trade. <laughs> that, that would be a great starting amount to, to fund a trading account. I would make a business with it. What would you do with 25K? I would have to sit on that idea for a little bit, but it would come to me eventually. It's also a great question. It. Two things I learned. No, if someone could grant you a wish and make your life spectacular and everything you wanted it to be, know what that wish is. Big scale, but also like small scale in terms of like, all right, dude, I have $100,000 for you. Uh, what are you going to do with it? Have right off answer. the bat, I can tell you, right off the bat, I can tell you it's going to be only an internet-based business. It's only going to sell a digital product. And Boy, how does it make money? It's going to sell the digital product. <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I haven't really had any luck with ad-supported shit yet, but like, I feel like selling something, like maybe a software, like a basic software, like a plug-in or something, you know, you don't probably don't need 100k for that, but. It could make some leads for it. Sure. I think, yeah, yeah, like I would use the 100K for leads or something. Buy some leads or some ads. I was talking to a guy who who did insurance in an Uber um, and he was talking about, huh? What? I I was talking to a man who sold insurance and he was talking about buying leads. Leads are valuable. Leads are valuable. I changed up some shit on my website. Bitcoin Brainiac, oh, yeah. and overnight I doubled my email list. What'd you do? I, instead of just like ramming people to the checkout area, with <laughs> <laughs> the first button they see, I made that the email button. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. That's actually very hilarious. <laughs> the first like, thing they saw like... <laughs> was like, yo, give me your money right now. <laughs> like before they watched the video. Money. Um, uh, Give me your credit card. Yeah, so growing the email list, I changed the video, got rid of the discount. What's the up, dot com? Bitcoin Brainiac? Org. Bitcoin dot Brainiac? Dot org. You might have a problem. Is it down? I think so. No way. That's that would actually be horrible. Because I'm running ads to that. Um, check no, it real up? quick. Because I think I'm typing it correctly. Bitcoinbrainact.org. It's up for yeah. me. It works for you? My internet though. Either way, that's good. Scared <laughs> me, Bit- bro. Bitcoin. What's going on? Come on, Safari. Um. Yeah, that's a, that's a great move. Yeah, so I did that. Um, Are you sure, bro? Yeah, I'm on it right now. Check out my phone. I was on two browsers and on mobile. Bitcoinbrainiac.org. Yeah, works for me. You might want to check something that doesn't have cookies loaded onto it. I like clear cookies. Uh, cause I can't get there. B i t c, o i n, b r a n i a c dot org. Did I spell it wrong? Cause I've done that before. Bitcoin brainiac. No, I spelled it right. One time I got deep into a business and the (laughs) URL spelled wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would check, bro. Uh, I I'm not. I'm getting DNS error. Try googling it. I, I did. 
Let's see. How's your how's your indexing? Uh what is that? Like Google SEO for search. It's oh, okay right there. What? Did I spell I'm checking it? A, I'm checking a DNS checker. Oh, maybe. Brainiac's a hard word word to spell. I misspell it eh, all the time. A little bit, but it's not the worst. I think Search. without www doesn't work. So it's up all over the world except for Turkey. Dude, I can't reason. I can't type it in. I can only Google it. That's weird. Maybe it's because I blocked your IP. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. That's weird as fuck. Actually. Anyways, uh, first thing was a email pop up. Yeah, it's an email pop up saying, "Give me your email, you dirty, dirty, dirty person." And then I just give them. Oh, learn now to email. That's interesting. What, yeah. do you, what happens after I go to email? Here, I'll give you an email. Give me an email, and let me know what happens. Sign up. Sorry. I really don't ask for money until a couple scrolls in. I have to do a bicycle thing. Uh, what's it called? Like proof of humanity stuff. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, this. That's great. That means Is that it? these emails are like not fucking spam. I mean, yeah. Because I don't have a, a confirmed email thing. But if you have to do that, that's that's phenomenal. God dang, traffic lights. Uh, I might suggest because this is some friction right here and then just back to home page get yeah, you a, a a thank you page after the email okay. then you can pixelize it and it uh you can kind of get something better that way i think back to home page right after email sign up is can be a little bit optimized thank you page yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I've been playing with bubble, building bubble. something else on the side. Um What do you got on bubble? What's bubbling up? Bubble.io. I made a a web three board job board. Nice. So if you want a web three job, you can just look there. Or if you want to post one, you can just post one there. And that's Fifty bucks. Somewhat easy to make on bubble? Yeah. Really? Come on, Bubble. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. It's not bubble bad. Group. Inc. Bubble Group Inc. It's, no code. Bubble's kind of the same as Webflow. Yeah. But this Webflow is not very software-y. Yeah, I'm just trying to become a no-code expert so I can just build shit. For real. Build shit, make it make money, and make History of money. Bubble. Goodbye, tech founders. Bubble origin story. <clears throat> Two technical founders spend years bootstrapping a platform to make their own jobs obsolete. That's a, that's a solid headline. <laughs> bro, fuck a job, bro. I'm trying to make bubble shit. Just trying to be a bubbler all day. 25-year-old Josh Haas. Shout out, Haas. Wearing it on my shirt right now. I moved to New York City after leaving his role at Bridgewater, bro. Let's go. Let's get it, bro. Uh, to pursue a life outside of hedge fund management. Who in their right mind? Well, that's actually a pretty right mind, but I want to be inside the hedge fund and then outside of the hedge fund and then make something that hedge funds need. Harvard graduate in philosophy. What are you doing, dude? Make some shit, some no-code shit. Make enough money to buy a nice house in Palm Springs. Get a dog and get ripped. And I'm about to hit up this man, Josh. Get him on the pod. Josh? Yeah, Josh Haas. Founder of Bubble. Bubble, dude. Solid name too. I mean, you got bubble. I love it. My friend Chris told me about it, and he, uh, I thought it was like a code, like a like a computer code language. Mm. 
Shout out Chris, man. Yeah, man. How do you know all this cool stuff? Dude, Chris told me, I was like, bro, like only like 12% of people are opening my emails. And he dropped the gym. He was like, get rid of the pictures. And I did that. I don't know if this was a coincidence, but the next day, 85% of people opened it. And he was explaining. I mean, opening is different. Well, he was explaining it's because uh, Gmail is really particular about what they send to spam. And how do you know all this cool pictures. stuff, bro? What's he reading? He fucking, I don't fucking know. Ask him what he reads. What he right. read? I'm going to see him tonight. Ask him what he read. Because, yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. Where's all, this, all this info? Where's this alpha coming from? Should have brought on the tech week, bro. Shitting out of my ass. He was he going to tech they, week? I should have brought him. Uh, is he not he, LA? He's LA. Yeah. He lives in Hollywood. He's building. Did I tell you about this shit he's building? Not yet. It's a fucking. Um, it's a product for financing films with crypto. Dope. Yeah, it's pretty chill. The the financing the the lending part of crypto is. In, I met someone who was doing um, like cash flow based loans platform. Mm -hmm. I got to hit him back up. Um, but that was pretty cool. I like the financing realm. I'm gonna we'll get him get him on the pod. Also, I don't know what he I wanna know what he reads, man. He sounds like a good read a good reader. Chris? Yeah. Yeah, I listen to a lot of pods too. Told me about my first million. Hmm. My first million. That. He probably gets a lot of stuff from there because mm. I, I hear mm -hmm. stuff on there that he tells me about. Sure. Yeah. Like fucking I just looked up bubble on their thing and they had like four or they had like four or five like no code podcasts. About just no code ideas, dude. And people making fucking money. Joshua Haas has a blog post from twenty fifteen on bubble.io. Blood money. Blood money sounds like a cool <laughs> cool company. I promise you it's taken and if it's not, you better fucking make it right now. I don't know if I want that to be the brand. <laughs> blood, blood money lending. I don't know if I want that. I would have to, because well, the, the challenge would be like, oh, like like family blood, you know, you know, this this is money that goes oh. down, not like dead blood, but it goes down that's, your bloodline. That's smart. That's so fucking smart. But then the challenge is to to create trust in a brand so much that people don't think of killing African kids for blood money. <laughs> oh, who said anything about African? I was thinking about diamonds, like blood diamonds. Oh. Sierra Leone. Also a song by Kanye West, I believe. I'm going to whip together a logo. <laughs> for for Logos for blood money. <laughs> blood money lending. Or blood money trust. Trust. Trust is just a trust. That's not really a brand. I guess it blood. Could. What, what are you using to are you on Canva? No. What's your favorite bro, logo building? Photoshop. That raw Photoshop shit. Not hey. a little pussy. I'm I may I may be spark? when it comes to no code, but no gross. I have adult Photoshop. I have I have big daddy. All right, Photoshop. Okay, in the next like ten minutes, make a make a logo. This is a, a dope segment, by the way. <laughs> yeah, make a logo for, for blood money. Okay, I but what's the it. what's the what's the vertical? What's the company? Honestly, if anything, because it's such a it's such Finance? like a satirical name, it'd be funny if it was just like like a satirical clothing line, and people yeah. like you put on a shirt, and people think it's a real thing. What do you mean? They're like oh, so it's just like oh, that's fun. Where yeah. you make you make uh, um, parody not parody, but. Like maybe like a polo shirt and it says blood money lending. Like See, I love there. that joint. That I love, bro, because I love collar shirts with random <laughs> financial or just non-financial institutions. Yeah. A bunch, uh, uh, a line of that, hell yeah. Yeah, it's all about, that was a great idea, but it's all about execution, you know. Well, as, you know, you make a lot of ideas and then eventually execute on the good ones. But yeah. Yeah. Lovely. How often do you write down ideas? I I like try out ideas quite often, mm. like just to like get them started to see if like anything will pop off. But like I have like main ideas that I work on every day, like the horse website and shit. 
horse? Horse. Oh, I thought you were making a horse betting website. Oh, yeah, I have a horse betting website. You've heard of Zedrun, right? Zedrun? Have you not heard of Zedrun? No. Crypto horsey racing. I can't say that I have. You don't have to. (laughs) Damn, dude. Quick segue, not even a segue. Okay, quick segue. I fucking ran into fucking uh, chess YouTube, dude. Chess Every YouTube, yeah, like chess YouTube. Like, have you, oh, have like you seen you like fell chess, into chess YouTube? Yeah, yeah. You seen those videos? No, is it so far? It's like fucking like people, the people commentating. It like gets as heated. It's like fucking Sports Center. Yeah, it's crazy, and like it, it's actually really interesting. And all the channels have over a million subscribers. And all the videos have like over a million views. It's ridiculous. There's like not a small chess channel that I could find. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is this shit? This is such a hole of, of YouTube. Yeah. You know? I'm like, that's crazy. Reddit.com slash R slash YouTube holes. Nuts. The internet's disgusting. Um, One headline I thought was interesting that I'd like to talk about, if nothing else, was Snapchat. Nah. You like you you like the Snapchat? It's all right. Not you like really. the the glasses? Oh, Snapchat sucks. Snap is disbanding its Web three team amid layoffs. Yeah, I probably don't want to spend money on that right now. In the next ten minutes, even Spiegel, CEO of Snapping, of Snapping, yes said restructuring and refocusing our business dear team Focusing this is what he on said. the app this is a little bit long so let's let's use my samurai app hold on one second um I w- i'm interested in what they were actually building in the web3 space which could mean anything i'm pretty sure just nfts and filters <laughs> um let me generate a summary for this article real quick. Using the app Summary. Summary. Use code. Summary. Wow. There's an app for everything. This I is love a capitalism. Solid one. I wish there was a referral code, but it takes about 20 seconds on average. Um, Thank you for your patience as we worked through our 2023 financial planning and reprioritization process. Our forward-looking revenue visibility remains limited, and our current year, one-year, quarter-to-date revenue growth of 8% is well below what we were expecting earlier this year. Oh, no. While we will continue to work to reaccelerate revenue growth, we must ensure SNAP's long-term success in any environment. For planning purposes, we have modeled a range of outcomes some of which assume that low revenue growth continues into next year, and we have built our 2023 plan to generate free cash flow even in a low growth scenario. The investments we have made into our business to date assumed a higher rate of revenue growth based on our vast opportunity and our proven history of execution, including 2x growth in the size of the Snapchat community and 10x growth in trailing 12-month revenue since our IPO in 2017. Two times growth in audience, 10x growth since IPO. Unfortunately, given our current lower rate of revenue growth, it has become clear, says Evan, Evan, that we must reduce our cost structure to avoid incurring significant ongoing losses. While we have built substantial capital reserves and have made extensive efforts to avoid reductions in the size of our team by reducing spend in other areas, we must now face the consequences of our lower growth and adaptive market environment. Um, probably shouldn't have made that drone snap restructuring his business to increase focus on three strategic priorities community growth revenue growth and augmented reality which is still kind of what three as a result snap has made the difficult decision to reduce the size of their team by approximately 20 percent that sucks yeah the extent of this reduction should substantially reduce the risk of having to do this again sure so next cycle while balancing our desire to invest in our long-term future. 
There remains significant opportunity to improve coordination and prioritization across engineering, sales, and product teams. So when the environment is bad, Snap is focused on engineering, sales, and product. COO Chief Operating Officer Jerry Hunter will lead monetization efforts across all three operating regions, EMEA, APAC, and Americas. What's EMA? APAC, Asia Pacific, Eastern Mediterranean. He will also continue to lead the engineering teams that currently report to him. SNAP is realigning regional operational leadership by creating a new president role in each of the Americas and the other regions. New president of operation in each region. Ronan Harris, vice president and managing director of UK and Ireland at Google, will join SNAP as president of Europe, Middle East, and Africa. That's what EMEA is. Currently searching for presidents for the other ones. Engineering, product, and sales when poop hits the fan. What Snap CEO Evan Spiegel is doing. Snapchat is a strange product. That it is. That it is. It does get a couple minutes for me a day. I'm not going to lie. And why is that? Because they're... There's a couple of shows on there that when yeah, I open them, solid when I open the app, I just gotta like, I just gotta see what's up. I just gotta know. <laughs> and also, I kind of make videos similar to it for my job, so I like to see how other people edit. Sure. Get I ideas think from a business having shows on that page is, is like somewhat necessary. It's their lifesaver. It's their lifesaver because I feel not, like not for them. I mean, like for businesses that have media. To get uh, a show on on Snap, I guess you have to be on like the first two rows, really. But um, I wonder not... how you get a show on here. Oh, that's all you see. <laughs> you know, you I I'm currently trying to work on that. I bet my videos could get on. Is, There's probably company. a bit of an application process. They probably and... already are on here, honestly. You can at least yeah. the the creator content of Snapchat. It's interesting because people don't go for it, like unless we just said the shows for like two minutes. But um, man, if they can make their shows AR and cool, and somehow you know you're walking by, your little snap show ringing in your ear, they already do it with the glasses. They have somewhat of a position already with with in ear and, and video stuff. If they can make that video for those glasses good, man, I would be a consumer. Me too. If Apple Investor. releases a headset um, next week or announces it, which they probably won't, most likely won't, will not. But I'd be inclined to do it a couple years after that. But if they did, I would buy it. Oh. I would just it's like, be like I, I posted a, a headline that was like Bloomberg or whatever said drivers would drive an Apple car and an Apple car doesn't even exist yet. Like that, like. That's brand right there. That's brand equity. Yeah. I don't even... I don't even I don't know. I really don't need it to. Apple car software is already so good. Any car. Brickandbond.com. Thanks for listening. Give us five stars. Let us know what you think. Shout out, Peter. Love you. Shout out, Peter. Go to London or something. Uh, Instagram, Rick and Bond. Send us a message. Bye. Bye. Best episode yet. Shout out. <laughs>